Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Shane Schrader, sharing today a story or two on Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Airplane. I'm going to be talking a little bit today about successful businessmen and entrepreneurs. And we're going to look a little bit at some of them in scripture. I love this. One of my favourites is Lydia. Oh, Lydia was definitely an entrepreneur. She was a very successful businesswoman. She employed many people, including servants that ran a large house that was known for its hospitality. And it is said that Apostle Paul stayed there. She worked in cloth. Oh, cloth. They were a cloth dyeing company. Luxury goods, high-end, that high-end target of the market. In that day, the era that Lydia lived in, purple cloth was used by many, many different leaders in the temple. It was used by rich people. And you can read all about this in Acts 16 to 18. She is just incredible. And she used her talents to bless others. Paul, he was a tent maker. This is what he did when he wasn't ministering. He was a tent maker, he made tents. He was always grateful when people did so into his life. But it says that he was beaten, he ministered. It says that Luke, one of the apostles, who's known to be a physician, would bind up the wounds when he was beaten and injured. People would send gifts regularly to Paul, but it says he worked when he could in every area he was able to be a tent maker and make tents when he travelled around the nations, preaching the gospel, bringing the good news of salvation. Wow. You can read about this in Philippians chapter 4. Beautiful. Ah, I do love this gift of hospitality. I do love this entrepreneurship. Now we know that the word entrepreneur basically means someone who has built something from nothing. They've not followed in their father's footsteps an inheritance, family business, or been mentored and tutored by somebody else. It's a very unique idea. Let's check it out. Abraham. Was he born into wealth? How did he manage to grow his business? How was it sustainable? We believe it was a combination of various factors. He had a good financial start, so that maybe speaks of him already having some inheritance of his family. Hard work, he worked really hard. He had really good connections, healthy ones, honouring ones, and God. Lessons. 
Oh, he was so blessed as he sought the Lord on all his business matters. It's interesting because some of the background information I've gleaned about Abraham, 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 he would accept challenges and he would conquer them. Wasn't always easy, but he would follow the Lord's leading. Bless me, bless me. He also was really good with the surrounding nations. It says that he would make treaties with kings and generals. His faith, a God-given vision of the future, obedience, the perseverance to leave his home even though he loved where he lived. He left his home. He didn't know more than two instructions in front of him. But he knew that God would bless him. Blessings from God. Interesting. When Sarai was born, Abraham would be 10 years old. This would be, she would become Abraham's wife. They knew each other from childhood. Let's have a quick look at her spiritual traits. She had an independent spirit. She was insightful. She knew her own minds. Keen sense of justice and fair play. She was hard working like Abraham. It says she was generous. Sharing her high ideas, the ideas of her husband. This is beautiful, isn't it? Talks about in Genesis 12, when Abraham took Sarah as his wife. And Lot, his nephew, and they went off to possess some land. They had the choice to choose the lush, fertile land of Haran, or set out for the land of Canaan. They came to the land of Canaan, the land of Canaan, where the promises were awakened. It didn't matter what happened. Whatever he touched or put his hand to, to do, and he was very hard working. It says that he he went to Egypt with his wife and Lot, his nephew, and now they became very rich with livestock and silver and gold because they followed the precepts and the understanding and prayer talking to their Abba, Father, Lord and King. They were very successful. Let's have a little bit more in-depth look at Paul. Paul was a lay-down lover. He laid down all his life for the glory of God. The gospel he preached fearlessly, even when he was imprisoned, beaten, shipwrecked. He continued to follow in his father's footsteps. He loved God with all his heart. And he loved the people. All those letters to Corinth, Corinthians, 
12. All these beautiful letters he wrote. It was stern and firm and honest. But you can tell that he loved the people and he missed them. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. Paul said, I live unto the Lord. In other words, he chose to only do what the Father called him to do or go where he sent him. And wherever he was sent, he would be sent with the right person to minister along him. Business. He was involved, as we said, with Priscilla and Aquila. They were also tent makers. They had a trusted partnership with the same goals and the same kingdom purposes. And I think it's really important that people that we're working with and doing businesses, we have that one purposeful heart. If we follow, it says, doesn't it, in Colossians 3, set your mind on things above, not on the earth realm. And we can all bring to mind things when we've set our mind on things above and how they turn out. And as we wrap ourselves with wisdom and prudence and the seven spirits of God of counsel, might, revelation, the spirit of the Lord, fear of the Lord, which is beginning of wisdom. Oh, it's just so good, so good, so good, so good. Now, what's the difference between, we've already talked about entrepreneurship, how it's something birthed, something very unique. But a businessman, not quite the same thing. It's often a common assumption that businessmen and entrepreneurs are the same. But they do refer to something very, very different and distinctive approach to business. A businessman follows a set path engraved by other people with the original idea. And of course, entrepreneurs, they think diversely. It's their own ideas. I love it, I love it, I love it. So if you own a business out there, I follow a couple of um, protocols with my business. One of them is, I have a venture three, that's three of us that would that pray over our business, like Father, Son and Holy Spirit, perichoresis. We sit in authority in government and we pray and we brood over the business and each other's. We're all business men, the three of us. So we bless one another's businesses. An angel that sits over your mountain, over your business. Is there an angel assigned to your business, like your marriage, your personal guardian angels? I call this the house. My name's surname Schroeder, so I would call it the Alifate, the house of one, the house of Schroeder. The angels release the scrolls for the business that works for our best interest in relationship with them. We talk to them, we partner with them, we bless them. 
and we seek the Lord to know the name of our business so it has a particular name named on very important to bring clients along if we're in sales personal favour for our business to bless it to call forth its future investors if we're in sales we have a business woven colours and we're in sales and it's gone from in, importing stuff from different places I've done missionaries in Asia to now we've moved into a completely different realm as well we're now doing frequency which just happened to us just by chance but not really though it was Yahweh already preordained a lady I met many years ago was was producing these frequency medallions and now we have a brand new pattern they've patterned one but we are in the beginning from the very beginning of the design now if anybody had told me that a few years ago when I was selling dog collars and ropes and belts I would have said mm, I didn't know about that so we never know what's going to happen when we pray and we seek Yahweh over our businesses and the ideas and the downloads about downloads the Lord will impart blueprints scrolls we get angelic assignments to our businesses in times and seasons and different times where we're doing new things we're closing one door to open another door Hebrews 11 1 to 2 talks about this faith now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. For it is by, for, for by it the men of old gained approval. By faith we understood that the words were prepared by God himself, the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. So in other words, faith, the assurance of things hoped for, and the conviction of things to come and when I look back my mum must have already opened that door in the spirit for me particularly my sister and my daughter as well because when we were little she made all our own clothes curtains uh, she would sew and knit and make things and so I grew up knowing how to decorate a room how to make a garment if my, just say, because my dad used to repair all our shoes, I would know how to repair them. It's almost like she passed on that inheritance, that DNA. It's just so amazing. Many years ago, I was invited to sit on a governing body of a primary school, and I did it for three years. And then when I went to high school, I was asked to do six years at a high school as a special needs governor and at the time I thought gosh I've got no experience with this all this documentation I've got to read and well this is you know but I began to think back my dad was on the local parks council 30 years he worked in community of our little village he had that community mindset I always say union common union together so I had my mum that sewed my dad it was on the local council. He grew everything. And so do I, basically, in my little garden. 
the modern day they call it foraging but we would go and pick wild mushrooms and nuts and berries and wild plants and seeds i still do it today my parents not only modeled it they loved it and many other things i've learned but i am so thankful that the lord draws us unto him and says draw me unto you and let us run together in song of solomon Bless you. Have the most awesome day of abundant favour. Amen.